Hey 49ers fans, it's 49ers fangirl Tracy here as always with SoCali Steph. Hello Steph. Hi Tracy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good considering the 49ers have no GM and no head coach. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, they have neither. Um, and head coach, we're going to have to wait a couple more weeks on as the Atlanta Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. And Kyle Shanahan sure called a heck of a game with the flu. Uh, so that should give us excitement, which is, you know, fine. I think, you know, we saw this a couple years ago with Atlanta, who hired Dan Quinn and had to wait till after the Super Bowl because the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl that year. So I think that is fine, um, assuming that this actually all works out as they say it's going to. But the no GM, for me personally, I find more disconcerting because a couple of the top candidates are now out. Gutenkust, again, I'm never sure if I say that right. Elliot Wolf, they are staying in Green Bay, um, and the front runner for the 49ers right now is George Payton from Minnesota. But just to throw a wrinkle in the plan, um, Indianapolis fired their GM yesterday, and they have requested permission to interview him. So now there is some competition, which concerns me um, for obvious reasons. So... That's where we are, and I know you've tweeted about before, and, and we've discussed that maybe they haven't gone about this the best way, and they potentially should have hired a GM at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it was, an, it was definitely a unique approach, and I, you know, I, I, I inquired about the approach because it seemed so obvious to most of us fans to hire a GM, then the coach. But they kind of wanted to hire two people in tandem. You know, they wanted to make sure that they work together. But it's really hard to do in today's NFL, you know, especially in the playoffs. And when so many people are making moves, you tend to lose out if you just don't do it perfectly. So everything has to be succinct there. And I don't... Uh, and I think they did miss out. I think that Shanahan, when it, even though he's great and he this might end up working out fine, I'm not sure he was their first candidate. You know, so, okay, he is there now. But at the same time, okay, now now we're going to, even if we get Shanahan, are we going to get the GM we want? It just kind of limits the options. And I wonder, you know, how they went about it, even though it was unique and it had, you know, it had the, ability to be kind of inspiring and different that they did it in a, in a way that they're you know hiring in tandem versus one at a time but if they miss out on these key positions then I mean 49ers could just be in a big world of trouble and everything again may turn out fine but it's sort of a passive approach in my opinion well you said something that I find so interesting that they did something in a way that could have been unique and inspiring and might work out, but also may miss entirely. And I kind of feel like that sums up the 49ers. <laughs> it totally does. Do you remember when Judd York at one of his press conferences, he actually had said, hey, look, you know, we went 8-8, eight and eight, and if we go 5-11, and 11, I'd rather take that shot and miss with Tom Sula because 8-8 eight and 5-11 eight and and aren't the Super Bowl. So it's like he's he's like all out betting all his money on whatever he's got to win that Super Bowl. And it's an interesting approach, but, like, he he really feels like he's going to do it a certain way and take a shot at it, and he'd rather take a shot and lose than not take that shot, which is fine, but at the same time, they're, 
you know, there's certain things in football, and football owners have been doing this a long time, (laughs) that work. And so it's fine to be innovative and unique, but you should, you better be right, because when you go against the grain of what many clubs have done for many years that are successful, then you're, you know, it's like a whole new story every year. And that's what I want. I don't want another year, another firing year, you know? Oh, no, definitely not. I don't think (laughs) anybody... Right. (laughs) I don't think anybody wants that, least of all Jed York. And I feel like, you know, hopefully it will all work out. I think on the Shanahan end, it will, um, unless they mess up the GM thing so badly and he doesn't want to come to San Francisco. But I think on the Shanahan end, it will. But they do need a good GM. And so hopefully, I think they're interviewing uh, Peyton and Shanahan together on Friday, I believe. And, you know, hopefully they get along and they can make an offer right then and there to Peyton. And he'll take it. I mean, you know, they have they have a lot of money to spend. I don't know what the Colts' financial situation is. I'm sure they also have a lot of money to spend. The Colts also have Andrew Luck, which is probably pretty attractive mm-hmm. to a GM as opposed to the 49ers have who are we going to play at quarterback right now. Um, so we shall see. But that, to me, I find you know disconcerting. And obviously I'm not in the interviews and I don't know how it goes. I If it were me, and maybe this has happened this way, that way, once I knew Shanahan was going to be my person, I would have said, here's three GMs I want to hire and I don't want to miss out. Which one do you want? And I would have made the hire. But again, I'm not there. I'm not in, obviously I'm not in the interviews. I don't know exactly what's gone on. Um, but right now I think it's a little disconcerting. But everyone's very excited about Kyle Shanahan, including 49ers players who were tweeting uh, yesterday during the game. So... I think he is going to be a great coach, and I just hope, I just hope it really all works out. Because right now, it just concerns me that it's all out there in the rumor world, and it's all going to be great. But obviously, they can't sign him until after the Super Bowl. So I'm just hoping they don't do something to mess it up in the next two weeks. And you know, I heard I had a couple of tweets back at me, which are kind of an interesting thought. Like when I had said, you know. I'm, with Shanahan, you know, if the 49ers give him what he wants, full control of the roster, for example, the GM part wouldn't necessarily be as important if that's what the deal is. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why they're not panicking yeah. because maybe Shanahan is going to get full control over that. And that's part of like, you know, giving away the farm that they have to at this juncture because mm-hmm. they have no one else that they're willing to part with. So, as long as they keep their, you know, what I understand to be their current, you know, scouting staff staff that they believe in. And if they get Shanahan on board with that and give him full control over the roster, I, you know, it may not be as big of a deal as we think it is. But, you know, of course, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm really hoping that they can get, you know, two good names in there not just one and, you know, make a case for, well, we just need someone to basically fill that spot for right now. Right. I mean, wouldn't it be ironic if after everything they do end up with Tom Gamble? <laughs> because he, he just goes along with everything. I mean, and I think, I, I guess I would feel more comfortable, again, not my team, and I've never run a football team, so I say all of this 
and I know I say all this as someone who has never run a football team, but I would probably feel more comfortable, even if Shanahan was going to have full control of the roster and for all intents and purposes be the GM, I think I'd still feel more comfortable if there was a person in that position who really knew what they were doing because Shanahan also has to be the head coach. Um, so it's one thing to be the head coach and have control over the roster, but there are other duties to being the general manager yeah. that are important that he's not going to do and just won't have the won't have the bandwidth to do. Right. Um, and and that, that's why I think that, you know, they would break up some of those duties perhaps. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking like worst case scenario at this point, <laughs> unfortunately, you know. But yeah, of course, a hundred percent. I'd want somebody that knows, and you know, you know, we're hoping that you know we, like you said, lock it down on Friday. Um, but you know, it's just we don't know at this point. I'm, I'm hearing that it seems like they kind of have that handshake deal, um, and I really hope so. I really hope so. But like at any point, like. It, it could change on the 49ers, and um, that would be really, like, tragic. That would be very tragic. I mean, I would think with Shanahan, they do. I just, it's the GM. But I was saying, I was thinking yesterday, um, the Colts have said that Pagano is staying, and they are not firing their coach, and so it doesn't matter. But I was thinking yesterday, I was like, wouldn't it be the ultimate 49ers karma if the Colts hired Peyton and Kyle Shanahan and then Chip Kelly does indeed go to replace Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator in Atlanta, and the 49ers are left with, well, my dog who's barking. They're left with Cappy to coach the team. Um, it would just be the ultimate 49ers scenario. But I think Kyle Shanahan also really wants this job. I mean, I do think for him it's a very attractive job. He's the number two draft pick. He has a ton of cap space. He literally gets to rebuild a team from scratch. He has a kind of a childhood family connection to the 49ers. I think for him, this in, in a lot of ways may be his dream job, and I'm really counting on that as being a fact. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see, like, how it's all going to play out. Um, a lot of people don't realize that the 49ers at this point have like a hundred million dollars to spend a draft to execute on, you know, a lot of playmakers can be added through free agency. And in the past, the 49ers, Trent Baalke's philosophy has not been to really use free agency. They build through the draft. Um, they make playmakers out of people like Jeremy Curley. They, you know, don't go out and shop very much. I mean, they, they do their deals. Like, they, you know, that was kind of um, Balky's, you know, M.O. You know, he likes a good deal. And um, I'm just kind of hoping that they break the bank this year and realize that they need to do some things differently because you should use all the tools you can, including free agency, including the draft and trades or whatever you can do to build a team, not just, you know, be so, you know, kind of obtuse and do it your way or the highway. Because if those draft picks don't pan out, you know, that's exactly what we have now. Yes. And, you know, at Jed York's press conference, I, I did ask him what he was going to do differently to make sure we weren't back there next year firing the fourth coach in four years. And one of the things he did say, now again, We'll see if it actually happens. But one of the things he did say was that the GM and the coach were going to have a very long leash to do whatever they needed to do 
to get this team back to where it needs to be. And I would interpret that as they can spend money. And I think that that was also very much a bulky philosophy. And I think the Yorks were into it and they went in line with it. But if they are bringing in a new coach and new GM, then hopefully they're going to go in line with their philosophy. And I'm sh- I can promise you Kyle Shanahan does not want to come take this job and build through the draft that may or may not work and not try to add in any playmakers. I'm sure, I think w- probably what is, as, as I said earlier, very attractive about this job to him is the amount of cap space and the ability to bring in some proven playmakers. And, you know, I do agree in building through the draft and adding where necessary, but then you have to draft well. And right now the 49ers are in a position where they won two games. So they do want to bring in some proven playmakers um, to see if they can try to upgrade that roster sooner rather than later. Uh, So we uh, shall see. That will be an interesting offseason. Should be an interesting free agent period. Granted, I thought that last year too, but this year I really think it. (laughs) Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, So, you know, we shall see. Right now, no coach, but um, I'm I'm very excited about Kyle Shanahan. Um, As we... As we saw yesterday, so are a number of 49ers players. I think we all have to manage expectations. Unfortunately, he's not bringing Matt Ryan and Julio Jones with him, which is most unfortunate. It's a shame they can't pull a package deal together. Um, So it's going to take a little while. There are things he can do in that offense, which he can't necessarily do at the present time in the 49er offense, and maybe a few years because you know, whoever they bring in at quarterback this year probably isn't going to be the franchise quarterback. Um, it would probably be a placeholder quarterback. So we just all, I think we all have to manage expectations because I know like for me, I'm watching that game yesterday, like this is an exciting offense, but that offense also has Julio Jones and um, Matt Ryan and Sanu and, you know, all kinds of players that we just don't have, but you know, we will and we can. I would be curious, in your opinion, uh, you know, there's a big rumor that they'd potentially go after Kirk Cousins. What do you think about that? I don't know. You know, I think it was kind of floated by a good source. I mean, a good, you know, reporter. I, I read the report. I just don't know why. I don't know. I, you know, I'm kind of over the, the leaks and the, you know, just go get them, you know, just do it. But would yeah. you want Kirk Cousins as the quarterback of the team? Well, I think with what we have, I mean, to me, there's no way Colin Kaepernick stays with this ownership. And I've, I've said this kind of from a lot of time. I think he tried to make it work this year because that was the circumstance he was given. And I think he did his best to work with what he had. But I don't think he believes that the 49ers are – have been honest with him. I don't think he wants to remain a 49er. If he did and he wanted to kind of, you know, dig his heel in, he wouldn't have signed out of that contract. I think it gave him as much freedoms to leave in as much as it gave them, you know, freedom from his, you know, potential injury guarantee. So it was kind of win-win. It's like they cut ties at that moment. And... That's just how I feel. I don't think he's coming back. But so given that, I don't think um, 
you know, <laughs> I don't think Gabbert's the answer. And so we definitely would have to search somebody. I mean, Kirk Cousins wouldn't be bad. Um, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he'd be all right. Considering with Shanahan, maybe he could get that to work better. And maybe that's the inspiration there. I don't know. My concern with Kirk Cousins, I don't think Kaepernick's coming back either, and I do not think Blaine Gabbert is the answer. But who, And who's also a free agent, by the way, even if I did think he was the answer, but I certainly do not. My concern with Kirk Cousins is he's going to be really expensive. So if they get Kirk Cousins, that means they are going to have to sign him for more than one year and for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what it is, but okay. It, it, would, it would be, I mean, I don't know what the, t- the number would be, but I know that Kirk Cousins will be expensive. And I think that that's what would concern me about it. I have no problem with Kirk Cousins, like, maybe coming and being, I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is great. I think we've seen, we saw him do his best under Kyle Shanahan, but I feel like Kirk Cousins can't get you to the playoffs, and it's going to be a few years before the 49ers go to the playoffs, so I'm not, like, suggesting that. But he he d- seems to kind of fold when it really counts, and I don't want to be totally, I don't want to be totally generalized. It's just kind of a pattern I've seen with Kirk Cousins. But all that aside, he's going to be expensive. And if they're going to spend that kind of money on a quarterback, I'm not saying I know who the other option would necessarily be, but that's what concerns me about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, also, I just read a little bit about how much he is, and, you know, we are coming off, 11, we, we get $11.4 million off of the previous contract for the, you know, 49ers and quarterback, and plus an additional two for Gabber, and that right there is $13 million, so, yeah, he's asking for $20 million or something like that, or gets $20 million a year, but that can all be negotiated. Um, yeah, I just, I don't. I, I, I'm, it's a yeah. lot, but it can be negotiated. So I just don't I, know that he's worth that much money. I guess that's what I'm saying. 20, he's not worth twenty thousand, but you know, if the team wants to get rid of that payroll and say, "Well, we'll still pick up," say, "Well, we'll still pick up ten of it," but you take the other ten million, that at least saves them ten million dollars. So there's a lot of play with that when it comes to negotiating. And since you know the 49ers have, you know, the top negotiator, so-called, you know, maybe they they can work that out. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's worth it, but I, I don't But I don't think the 49ers would pay it either. No, and I think you're right. There is, they could do the offset. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't know that there's a, a better option. This draft class, I don't think they should pick Deshaun Watson with the number two pick. I don't think that would be a, compl- a real waste of that pick. Um, I just, you know, I know. We, I think we talked about this last week, but everyone's very high on him right now because of the national championship game, but I do not think he should be pick number two. The free agent class is not overly inspiring. I don't know that a Jimmy Garoppolo trade is now at all in the cards without Josh McDaniels, and that's another that's a risk too because we saw Jimmy Garoppolo start a few games, and he looked really great, but he looked great with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, and I'm pretty sure that I could potentially win one game as the Patriots quarterback um, with Bill Belichick, taking nothing away from that. I'm just saying, like, they're such good coaches, and they just know how to get the best out of their players. So we'll see. I mean, I think the the good thing with Cousins is he and Shanahan do have um, a relationship, and they work well together, and I think Kirk Cousins was at his best under Kyle Shanahan um, with him as his offensive coordinator. So 
there's that. It's just, you know, we'll see. But I agree with you. I do not see a scenario in which Colin Kaepernick is back on this team. And, yeah, Blaine Gabbert certainly not the answer. Um, so. We just have to we'll trust in Prague. Trust. We just, in, in, in Prague we trust? <laughs> um, is that the... Is that what we're we're going? <laughs> um, At this point, we kind of have to. He's, yeah, he's, you know he's he's the York's golden boy, and you know whatever you know they see in him, he definitely has a lot of influence here. I mean, he last year he was supposedly demoted and is going to go work on the York family enterprises, and he would still remain the cap. I think cap salary cap person and like and a contract negotiator I think that's how it was phrased Mm -hmm. and then I was looking at this the other day but then like a few days later after the leaks after it was all reported there they actually issued a press release saying basically he's going to stay as the VP of football operations which was not what was originally reported but it did get people off his back you know because everyone wanted his head at that point so it's interesting to see it was probably more of a PR move than anything but he is definitely never left the scene and no, um he is not he is York's right-hand man and uh that's why, I mean, you know, we have to see. I mean, he definitely is doing what he's doing, and York definitely believes in it, and has, he's been with the team 15, 16 years. There's no reason to think that he's going anywhere at this point. So we'll have to just wait and see at that point. Listen, if they bring in Kyle Shanahan, if they si- sign, if they bring in George Payton, um, if this all works out, then in Prague we trust. You know, I think it maybe you know, we'll see if they can pull this off. Right. And if they can make it work. And if they can, then I have faith in them. I think Parag is a super, super smart guy. Um, the question is, does he know what he's doing vis-a-vis the current situation? But time will tell. Yeah, and I think like in the fact that you that Jed, I think Jed and he are doing the right thing in giving them the long leash. They're starting to realize that they have to kind of marry some of these football guys with the analytics part and make it work because they obviously are full in on this. There's no doubt in my mind they believe this can win Super Bowls, but they're giving the football guys the leash back. And I think they've kind of recognized that mistake. And I think they're trying to reconcile it a little bit. Yeah, I think that they are. So time will tell if they do. We shall see. Um, We'll have two weeks before there's a head coach, but I can certainly live with that. And we'll see um, what goes on on the GM front. Um, But I think you also made a very interesting point. If Kyle Shanahan is essentially going to be the GM and the coach, then it it will just be important to have someone in that role who does know how to do those other responsibilities. Doesn't need to be a traditional GM. So, time will tell. As as I feel like we say almost every week with the 49ers, time will tell. We will see how it goes. Um, so, well, there we go. So, we uh, will talk to everybody next week. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming Super Bowl. Um, and it is kind of funny, McDaniels versus Shanahan um, in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun, and uh, that's pretty much what I have. Thanks for joining me, as always, Steph. Of course, that was fun. It was it was a good time was had by all, and we will talk to you guys next week. Go Niners! Go Niners!